Hey guys, I'm Brooks. And I'm Mandy. So we're husband and wife entrepreneurs, and we believe that life and business are a giant adventure, and we want to live it with you guys. So let's get to it. Hey guys, welcome back. In this episode, Mandy and I are going to talk a little bit about Airbnb. It's um, so not even just Airbnb, but just a short-term rental business in general. Um, so we've had we have a, a home that's in downtown Mobile that we have rented via uh, Airbnb and also VRBO, which is another short-term rental platform. For is it is it three years, four years, Mandy? Do you know? I know you're you're my time my time person. Um, at this point, I believe it's over five years because what? you were you were um, Airbnb while you were living there before we got married. So uh, true, yeah, we can we can talk about that too. Yeah. That's not the way I suggest Airbnb being a property. I don't either. But we're trying to make some cash. It's like really cool. But then, but then after that, didn't we? Um, we had a we had a renter that actually leased for it for a, a, for about a year, and yeah. then we went back to Airbnb. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. So okay. Um, so for a number of years now, yeah, we've been. Renting this property mainly via via Airbnb, but as a short-term rental property, it's in downtown Mobile, and that's the reason why we wanted to do it. And um, you know, so recently we kind of uh, just kind of examined the opportunity, and we're already in real estate. We both have we have brokers licenses. Well, Mandy, yours that you just went inactive, so I, I still have a license. We're but we're married though, so it's kind of like one and the same. You don't necessarily both need licenses. Um, so we're active in the real estate world. Um, we're always kind of looking for investments. And so we said, you know, we're talking about getting rentals long term as part of, you know, kind of a retirement plan. And so we we kind of said, hey, like we, we know how this operates. We're comfortable with the with the platform. Right. Mm-hmm. We're, we're we've had really good experiences with people at our home and taking care of it. Um, Do you want to explain a little bit what short term means? Yeah, yeah, no, that's a great point. Yeah, so we probably should. So you, you know, Airbnb's now been around for I think eleven or twelve years, so it's a really, really stable platform. So the bulk of people have probably heard about it, but yeah, short term can be anywhere. It could be a night. Um, we had a minimum of a two night stay at our property, so people would rent from for at least two nights. Uh, and then we, we would have we had sometimes where people stayed more than a month actually. Um, you know, if they're here for for work or a corporate job, you know, they need it for a month. Um, so we've had a few a little bit longer than a month, but mostly, you know, the longest is typically around thirty days. Sometimes it's a week. Um, but the typical stays, I would say, like two to three nights, or our average right. is probably three nights for like an average stay. Um, but yeah, so in essence, what you're doing is just a person that needs a place for short term for for vacation, work, travel, whatever reason that they're coming to our to our city, and so that's kind of what that is. And um, I, I would I would go ahead and say that I prefer that method of renting than a long term. I don't know why. I just do. It's like for me, the advantages are that it's uh, there's. I feel like there's less wear and tear on your property because. You know, maybe we rent the property out 15 nights a month or 20 nights a month, and people are kind of—I mean, they're kind of staying there, right? Like during the—I mean, during the day they're out doing whatever business that they're doing or whatever event that they're you know doing, and then at night they're just kind of crashing at your property. They're not—they're not like living and hanging out at your property all day long. And so the way I see it is that like stuff doesn't get really hard wear and tear. 
um, on the property. And so that's probably my main reason. Also, the second reason is just that you can make more revenue on a short-term basis. I mean, just kind of look at what a hotel costs per night and you know, kind of gauge in there that, that that's what you're renting your home for. So you can make more money on a monthly basis. Um, and obviously, the you know utilities, you're providing a fully furnished place. So there are higher expenses as well. But, you know, overall, we've looked at it and kind of run our numbers, and we really like the the returns. We like how the system operates, and we're just comfortable with it. And so we're looking to expand that. So right now, we're literally in the middle of um, Sunday afternoon. We went and looked at a number of properties. The interesting thing is that we're looking for both places that are for sale, but also places that are for lease. So there's a, a strategy that people call rental arbitrage. Um, did you Had you ever heard that term before? I thought you had made it up. Yeah. So <laughs> if you could explain that one a little bit. You're like, you're like Brooks, what are you scheming now? So, right. okay, so I didn't make this up. It's nothing like, nothing sketchy, nothing weird. Basically, what you're doing is you're just, you're finding a home that's for lease and you are, you know, you're asking the landlord or the owner, um, you're asking them, hey, like, would you allow us to lease the property and then sublease it, like, you know, as a short-term rental, as a corporate rental? And I think some people maybe are kind of, like, sketchy maybe about it or whatever. Like, maybe they don't tell a landlord what they're doing, which I think is really dumb. I mean, I'm, it's just literally my first question to every any property I see that looks interesting. I'm just like, hey, would you have interest in this? Uh, if they say no, then great, I move on. If they say, yeah, we'd be open to that, then okay, great. Then Mandy and I go step two and we go have a look at the property. Um, and we have one right now that we potentially are going to sign a lease on. And, uh, you know, we're already like looking at furniture and all this. And so for a, you know, like a two bedroom place, it's probably going to cost, I don't know, what, $8,000, give or take, to fully. Yeah. Fully deck, and when we say fully deck it out, you have to fully deck it out, right? It's not, it's all your furniture, but it's also everything, everything living, right? So all pots and pans and cups and plates and stuff. Everything that you would need, the kind of the comforts of home, if you were to cook a meal or do laundry, those kinds of things. Exactly, and so that one's a two bedroom that we're looking mm-hmm. at, and we think one bedrooms maybe we can get away with maybe like six thousand, give or take. I mean, and that's kind of that's kind of the whole that's kind of the whole kit. It's like buying all the stuff, also like you know having it set up, um, getting photographs of the place, which is you know we've uh, we, we've kind of found a great local real estate photographer. Um, it's about a hundred dollars for that. We think that's paramount if you're going to get into this type of business. Um, and so, anyways, that's kind of price points for those. And so that's so rental arbitrage is just it's it's that it's finding finding a lease that you now you're on the hook for the lease, right? Like we're willing to sign, we're willing to take a risk and sign a lease for up to twelve months. Right, so it means if it doesn't go well and we're not renting for what we thought we would, or if it's not, I don't know, if just something doesn't work out, like we we are legally obligated to pay that lease. I mean, maybe if something went really bad, maybe we could potentially offer to uh, get out of the lease early or something and and have some kind of buyout. But worst case scenario, like we're we're prepared to pay the twelve months of that lease, you know, a deposit up front, and. Um, and do that, but we're also looking at properties to purchase to do the same thing. And you know, we're looking in our downtown area as well as our midtown area, um, just because of research that we've done. 
just kind of shows that okay, that's definitely the, our best area, which which totally makes sense because it's it's close to the action downtown where people might come in for conventions or need to do business, and so so we're looking at that, and it's it, it's interesting because we're we have kind of we're creating this filter of how we're looking at properties, and so. What we're saying is that if we're potentially going to buy a property to Airbnb, we want it to work in one of three ways. Like We want it to potentially work as a flip where we would buy, renovate, and sell the property. It also needs to work as a long-term cash-flowing rental, and then it also needs to work as an Airbnb short-term rental. The reason... I think why we want it to work for all three is if one aspect doesn't work out, you have the ability to use one of the other two strategies, right? Yeah. So, you know, it's not as easy to have one work for all three, but I can say that as long as you're you're starting in the area that you're looking in, like wherever that is in your city or whatever, as long as you're starting in that area, if it fits for a in my opinion, if it fits for a flip deal, a renovation sale, then I think by default it typically will work as a long-term rental as well as an Airbnb property. Um, I could be wrong. There's obviously not going to all circumstances probably aren't going to work out like that. But if the numbers work for the renovation flip, then uh, it most likely is going to work for the other two as well. So, um, what are your what are your thoughts with what I know? I'm I'm always one with crazy ideas, or they seem kind of crazy, right? Like kind of adventurous. Like, hey, let's check this out. Yeah. So when I presented this to you, like, what was your honest opinion? When you when first, first presented it to me, you presented it to me in the form of, hey, let's buy an RV and put it in the yard and have people come in and out, rent it air, through Airbnb and those kinds of things. And I was like, absolutely not. This is our house. This is our yard. This is our, you know. Um, and then, I don't know, I started thinking about it, and I was like, wow, this really could be a great income generator. And then we get an RV out of it. And so the, the conversation started there, and then he started bringing up the rental arbitrage thing. I was like, oh, great. we gotta, we got to watch what, what you're watching or listening to on podcasts, but, um, which is, I think, where you found the idea, yeah, possibly. YouTube, podcasts. Yeah. 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 And so, mm-hmm. Um, but no, the more and more I thought about it, I was like, Hey, this could actually be a legitimate side hustle for us and included with everything else that we do. So, you know, I'm sold. All right. All right. I like that. I'm a, I've got that on a recording. Hey, you're sold. That's good. I'm going to, I'll be playing this back. Yeah. I'll be playing this back in like a year to you. I'll be like, yeah. Hey, remember when you said, uh, you said you were sold. You know, it's funny. I almost forgot about the RV, um, idea. And so like, we're actually, we're actually moving forward with that one. Like we cleared our yard out, which was literally an acre of a jungle that we've never known what to do with. We've never cleared it because we didn't know what we were going to do. Right. But now, right. now we kind of have a plan. We have a plan with that. And so we're, yeah, kind of moving, kind of moving forward there. Um, we have some trees to cut and we have to talk to an electrician, a, a plumber, and then we're going to make a spot for this track. Is it an RV if it's a travel trip? Maybe it's a travel trailer. I don't really know what you call them, to be honest. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think an RV is the one that you drive, drive I think. Yeah. But so we're going to get one that you pull behind. It's so a pull behind, pull behind your truck. and like, Fifth wheel. A fifth wheel. Yeah, well, no, ours won't be a fifth wheel because you have to have a special truck for that. Anyways. Yeah. Um, but... 
we're really excited about it because we get to make it funky and make it our own, right? Make it really cool. We're probably going to like build a deck off of it and have some cool lighting. And so, anyways, it's I think it'll be really It's not going to neat. feel like a like a, a typical RV whenever yeah. or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah whenever exactly. we get a camper, whenever we get done with it. Exactly, but this for us. And so, usually, I I listen to podcasts or watch YouTube or whatever and get some new business idea. You know, I have hundreds of ideas, but you can only you can only tackle a few at a time, right? But so I get lots of ideas. But when I listen to this, you know, my, my first thought, I was like, oh man, this is kind of a cool idea. And I was like, wait a minute, I'm, we're we've literally been doing this for four years or five years or whatever. Right. We're, we're literally already running this business. Right. We're already doing it, and it's kind of it's kind of excited me because it's making me. Um, we, while we make, we are profitable at our house downtown, I feel like we could fine tune it and get better. Like we're actually looking at making some improvements to the property to make it even better. And maybe our rates even go up. Maybe the, the comfort of the guests even goes up. And so, I don't know, I'm kind of excited about, you know, cranking that and fine tuning and looking at that property even closer and then having a good outline for, for future properties that we do. And plus, we always talk about like cool as entrepreneurs, as business owners, like we don't have, um, you know, what's our retirement plan, right? And so I think this is one of those, potentially acquire mm-hmm. some properties that we can rent on a short-term basis. And, you know, so not only um, do we get the act of doing that and having fun and making income, but, you know, if we have mortgages on these properties, which we will, if we get to have multiple properties, we'll be paying down those mortgages over time and then eventually have assets you know, the homes that will be, uh, in essence, all our uh, long-term, kind of part of our long-term retirement strategy, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, so that's, it's a, if you have not, if you have not dived into Airbnb and checked it out, I would advise you to do it. Um, we actually have, a, we actually have a link, not to like get you to entice you for that or whatever, but a link if you want to be a host or get a stay. I think you get a discount. You get like 40 bucks off a stay or you get some money or whatever if you use a link that we have. Um, and so I'm happy to include that you know, for you, like where this ends up being in some in, in our show notes or whatever. I'm happy to put that there for you. Uh, but if, yeah, if you have questions about Airbnb or how it works, like connect with us. I'm, I'm an open book there. I'm learning as I go, even though we've been doing it for four years. I also feel like we're brand new because rental arbitrage is new, different types of properties, having more than one property. So kind of like developing a team, like we have a, a really good relationship with a cleaner that's going to, um, uh, clean our properties as we go and we'll grow with her. And, th- and that's another thing, just as one side note there is that the, I think the biggest I think the biggest thing about the properties or about Airbnb is honestly that cleaning aspect. It has to be clean. Yeah. Squeaky clean and done right. It's like when you show up to a hotel. I mean it's exactly what it is. It's hotel service, right? So when you show up to a hotel room, you walk in, you're like, Yes, you're all excited. I mean if you walked in and they're like, I don't know, the bed wasn't made and like clearly it wasn't spotless, I mean you, you would have a huge issue. And so it's the same thing with Airbnb. That's exactly what guests expect. And that's what you want to give them. You want to give them the comfort, welcome them to your place. Um, you know, and it's, it's, there's ways you can go above and beyond. You can leave a snack in the fridge. You know, you definitely want to have coffee. You can, Hey, you can leave some chocolates on the pillow or that you can do those type of things that just welcome people and kind of go. Added touch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The added touch and go above and beyond. But, um, but we'll make, we'll make another, this won't be the last episode. I assure you for talking about Airbnb, like as we get further along in the process, we'll do a follow up. Um, we'll do a follow up episode, and then maybe we'll have at that point 
we'll have who knows maybe we'll have multiple properties or something yep. we can talk with and tell you tell you guys what we've learned so but until then reach out to us and we'll connect with you next time see you later <laughs>